I was too blinded by the thought that I didn't have strong work experience. I'd pigeonholed myself in the food and beverage industry and in the film industry. I was too convinced that to work online, you had to be a computer geek. Right? And I didn't major in computer science in university, so I'm not made of computer geek material. And I was too busy feeling discouraged by all the digital nomads living magical lives on Instagram. Welcome to the Wanderlust Virtual Assistant Podcast. I'm Rebecca, VA coach, business author, and digital nomad. Through empowered mentorship, I coach women to embrace their dreams and build an online biz that unleashes their freedom. Today's episode is a free masterclass that I hosted, which I called What Online Services You Can Offer Today. This masterclass is for anyone who is curious about virtual assisting, but is stuck on the thought that they don't yet have the skills to get started. In this masterclass, I give you the exact steps on how to figure out what skills you have right now that you can start offering as VA services to get the business going, and then from there, you can continue to explore additional skills and potential niches. So I hosted this masterclass in a Facebook group, um, but here is the recording on the podcast. Let's begin. Welcome, welcome to my first masterclass in sort of the new model of the Wanderlust VA. I'm super, super excited for this. The goal behind all of these masterclasses is that you walk away feeling like you've mastered that particular topic, that micro content. I want you to walk away from today's masterclass thinking, oh my gosh, I could start an online business today. Oh, 9 p.m. here in the UK. Oh my gosh, amazing. Hello. I love that. So that is the point of today's masterclass is I played around with the title a little bit, but really it is what online service you can start offering today. And why I chose this topic is because I speak with so many of you about your desire to work remotely, be a digital nomad, uh, you know, be a virtual assistant, offer some kind of online service, but there's a very recognizable feeling of like you're frozen. And I recognize it because I totally felt that before as well. This You're frozen from either too much information and not being able to sift through it all, not being able to see where you fit in the game, or a lack of information. It's like the remote world is so far away and you are way back here on the shore and way over into the horizon is remote work and you're just like, it's not for me. I'll never be able to close that gap. I'll never be able to build a bridge from where I am to where remote work is. And if any of this resonates with you, please just let me know in the comments. That is exactly how I felt when I was desperately trying to figure out a way to work remotely because I just really wanted to travel. I wanted to be able to live in the town I now live in that has a very specific industry that I was not interested in working in. And I also had this very deep desire to be my own boss. And what I mean by that deep desire, I mean, I didn't want to work for anyone else. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't like working for people that I thought I was just as smart as, but they were telling me what to do and they were making way more money than I was. And I was like, this stinks. <laughs> I really would just like to work for myself and be able to travel the world, which sounds a little too good to be true. And I really struggled with that. So when I was looking to start an online business, 
all I could think about was how I didn't know how to code a website and I couldn't design if my life depended on it. That was all I could think about. I was reflecting back on my four years of university, berating myself for not just majoring in computer science. I was like, those people, those were the smart ones. I just wasted four years and all that tuition money and I didn't get a degree in computer science. I don't know how to code. I don't know how to build a website. I'll never work for Google. I'll never work for these tech companies where people are just working from home in their home office. I knew that my computer, I knew that the internet was the key. That's like all I knew. That's all I knew about fulfilling my goal to be able to work remotely. And so back then when I thought of computer, when I thought of internet, all I could think of was website graphic design. That's all I, even though I spent so much time every single day on the internet as a consumer, I couldn't see beyond just being able to code a website. And I got to tell you, I'm not interested in coding websites. But I thought, I wish I was. Because I've totally screwed my possibilities being able to work online. That resonates with you? Let me know. So with no skills that I knew of, I tried the influencer route, right? Who has not tried at some point, <laughs> don't lie, to be an influencer and like make money just being sponsored and like selling hair gummies on your Instagram account, right? I was like, okay, well, if I don't know how to code a website, if I don't know how to graphic design, I'm going to try to be an influencer. I'm going to try to entertain. I'm going to try to edit photos so much that people can't resist them. So I was like, I'm going to make a living from Instagram. <laughs> I tried starting three blogs, one on traveling, one on acting, and one on cooking, which is hilarious because I hate to cook and I'm terrible at cooking. But I had just I had convinced myself that the way to work online wasn't going to be something I enjoyed, but I was just going to, if I was going to suffer working a job anyway, I'd like to work and suffer working a job that allows me to travel. That's what I was thinking. I tried starting a YouTube channel about being a ski bum and two Instagram accounts. Fail, fail, fail. Fail blogs, fail YouTube. Failed Instagram. And I didn't even believe it anyway. I was embarking on these things. I was starting up a blog. I was starting a YouTube channel. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe that this is how I could work remotely and make money. I don't even know if I believe it today. I mean, I do now, but like the influencer route, I was like, screw this. I can't be an influencer. I can't start an Instagram account and live off of that. So I served in restaurants and I started working as an executive assistant in the film industry. Two jobs that I didn't think could transfer into anything useful. I literally remember thinking to myself, I'm either going to be perpetually stuck in food and beverage, which was not my cup of tea, but I was like, hey, at least I can pick up serving jobs in any country around the world. That's what I'll do. I'll just serve and I'll just bartend and I'll do that in Panama and I'll do that in the UK and I'll do that in Australia. I'll do that wherever, right? I was like, maybe that's what I'll do. And then, you know, as an executive assistant in the film industry, because I was like, well, you know, my background is in acting and performance, and that's where my passion is. I was so far connected from my passion, y'all, so far removed from it. I was an executive assistant to a mega name producer in the film industry. I was not acting. I was not in theater. And I thought... I looked around me at, you know, on the movie sets, on the TV sets, and I looked at people who had been 
they'd spent their entire lives working in film. And I was like, makes sense. I mean, none of what we are learning transfers into any other industry. No other industry needs us to blow up cars. No other industry needs us to, you know, film and write scripts. So I just, I was pigeonholing more and more and more. This is what I was so convinced of. I was like, what am I doing? I'm digging a hole that's getting narrower and deeper every day. And the light at the top of the channel, at the top of the hole, that was remote work. And it was getting dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. So there I was sitting at a desk with two college degrees, ask, answering the phone for a mega wealthy film producer and also bringing people their burger and fries. I was not working remotely. I was not working online. And I wasn't working for myself. That is for sure. Here was the problem. I was unknowingly full of useful skills. My bag of tricks was bulging at the seam and I had no freaking idea. That is the inspiration behind this masterclass is that I speak with so many of you about starting an online business knowing your bag of tricks is busting at the seams and you, just like me, are sitting there thinking, well, I don't have what it takes, <laughs> right? I wanted to be working online, but I thought I was over here and I could not close that gap. I couldn't, I couldn't get my mind around it. I couldn't close that gap. It was so far away and it was only just getting further and further and further. I was thinking, I was like, I'm getting older. I'm losing touch in what is hip on social media. Like I'm losing it. The internet is exponentially growing without me. That's what I was thinking. I couldn't see the bridge. I couldn't see the bridge that gapped, that closed the gap between me and my bag of tricks. Even though it was a restaurant bag of tricks and it was a film bag of tricks and remote work. There was a bridge. I couldn't see it. I could not see it. Guys, I would have bonked my head on that bridge from walking straight into it. I could not see the bridge. All I could see was the gap. All I could see was the gap. And it was getting bigger for, for all I could tell. And yet there was a bridge there the whole time and I couldn't see it. I would have cracked my head open on it. I would have walked right into that bridge. That's how much I couldn't see it. I was too blinded by the thought that I didn't have strong work experience. I had pigeonholed myself in the food and beverage industry and in the film industry. I was too convinced that to work online, you had to be a computer geek, right? And I didn't major in computer science in university, so I'm not made of computer geek material. And I was too busy feeling discouraged by all the digital nomads living magical lives on Instagram. That gap between me and the remote world, I was just making it bigger out of envy and disappointment and frustration. I couldn't see myself doing it. I couldn't see myself working online and working remotely. So I didn't believe it. And you don't believe something when you can't see yourself in it, especially when it's so brand new. Ladies, I have, the online world was so foreign to me. I had a Facebook account and a Hotmail account. That was like my experience in the online space. Once I entered, like 
hindsight, looking back, once I entered the online space, I was like, whoa, fourth dimension acid trip is how I described it. Like, whoa, this has been here the whole time. I could have been playing in this the whole time. But my, my understanding of what working online was, it was so foreign to me. My parents didn't work online. My siblings didn't work on no one in my family, no one in my community. I didn't know anyone that worked online. The only people that I was like, oh, they work from home were web coders, computer geeks, right? This is what I thought. And I was like, well, that's not me. And so I just, I didn't see myself in it. I couldn't see. And when you can't see yourself in something, it doesn't make sense. You don't believe it. So why the hell would you try it? Right? I want to check the comments. Renee tried two blogs as well. Thank you. Yes. Hello, Elise. Hello, Catherine. That's how I feel about TikTok. Uh-huh. Not even on TikTok. It's there in the horizon. Okay. So I've got some notes. That's what I'm looking at to keep me on track. Okay. So I didn't believe it could be for me. I couldn't see myself doing it. Why the hell would I waste time and energy heading into a blind abyss when I'm just trying to figure out what the hell I'm gonna do for a job and I've got my parents asking me, oh, how's this going? And people are asking me like, oh, you graduated from college. Like, how are you applying all what you learned? Da, 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 da. You know? And here's the thing, ladies, I worked in the film industry. Oh, I was like near movie stars and there's so much money in there. I was getting free things and people were showing up in nice cars and I'm like, look at me. I should be so happy here. I had a loft apartment on the beach in downtown. And yet I was like, no, uh, no, that's not what I want. I want to be working online. I want to be working for myself. I want to be working for myself wherever the hell I want to be doing it. People would ask me, what do you do? Oh, I work in the film industry. Oh, that's so cool. That must be amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're more enthused about it than I am. So I just kept looking, right? I didn't give up. I just kept looking because it was, it was, it was an identity inside that was like, you're not being, you're not being the Rebecca that you're supposed to be. And so that kept looking. And when I stumbled across virtual assisting, don't ask me how. I think Google just vomited ideas at me because it was sick and tired of me Googling online work, online business. Da, 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 da. I have no idea how I finally stumbled across virtual assisting. I'm talking years of Googling, years of blog, YouTube, Instagram. When I stumbled across virtual assisting, that's when I bonked my head onto that bridge and was like, Oh, it was amazing. This was the bridge between me and remote work. And it was like slowly coming into vision. It was like, it was like the golden gate bridge with a ton of fog around it. I'm like, oh, what, what? There's a bridge here and I can kind of make it out. Virtual assisting. Okay. Okay. The idea is warming up. We're getting closer. Okay. Okay. But it was too vast right? This is a conversation I have all the time with women in my high-level mastermind. The, it, the term virtual assisting is so general. It was a bridge, right? But it was this big, huge bridge. It was too vast. There was virtual assistants getting paid five bucks an hour. And there was virtual assistants that are like, I've replaced my income. And I'm just like, what? This is, and then some of them are offering admin services and tech and marketing services. And, and then suddenly it was like, okay, virtual assistant, perfect. Ding, ding, ding. That's the thing. But whoa, it is huge. <laughs> so the like, the size of the online world that felt really far away was definitely more envisioned and it was smaller but still so big right so I clammed up I froze 
The bridge was finally in sight, but it was so big. I was like, there is no freaking way I'm going to make it across this bridge. Virtual assisting is the bridge. I can see it. Yep, definitely. I don't have to be a computer geek. I don't have to have savvy design skills. Yep, okay, virtual assisting is the bridge, but this bridge is huge. How do you narrow it down? How do you how do you make the 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 journey and the trip? How do you, it was like opening up a map and seeing so many different routes to get from point A to point B and being like, I just need one, yo. <laughs> I just need just give me one path. And then the dots slowly started to connect. I had a min experience. Uh-huh. It may be like film industry admin experience, but it's admin experience. I may have been assisting a producer, but I was I was just assisting a human being. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, yeah, I worked in restaurants. Definitely have customer service experience. Can I get an amen? <laughs> Anyone who works in the food and beverage industry knows they have customer service experience. Okay, 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 we're on to something. Mm -hmm. I had experience managing my own day-to-day. -day. Yeah, I could probably do that for someone else, right? This is something I could do remotely mind blown you like mind freaking blown ladies there was virtual assisting this huge vast image and i was like oh there's so much information out there summer game paid too little summer game paid a lot some of them have niches and are expertise and some of them i can't even make sense of what they're doing so i was like oh this is too big the bridge is huge and then i was like wait a second but what is in my bulging bag of tricks that where I could find where I fit into this VA equation, right? I had admin experience, who doesn't? I had customer service experience, I could take orders, I could bring the person their burger and fries, I could quality check, you know, I could deal with complaints. I'm a good team player. All of these skills, I was like, I'm not a useless piece of crap. I have lived my entire life accumulating useful skills that I can now offer remotely. So what I'm saying is that you already have skills and experience that you can start offering online today. Today, okay? Just because you haven't booked travel for someone else doesn't mean you can't, right? Just because you haven't dealt with angry customers online doesn't mean you can't. Just because you haven't posted reels for someone else's account doesn't mean you can't, right? All of these things that you do for yourself or you've been doing in your job, you can offer those online under the umbrella of virtual assisting. Is anyone's mind blowing right now like mine did when I finally figured that out? Right? It's time to recognize your bag of tricks and start applying what you already have opposed to spending time learning new skills that you think you're going to need that you would learn anyway if you just got started. You know, opposed to spending time feeling overwhelmed by all the different types of VAs out there, like I did. How do I niche? How do I narrow down? Who am I selling to? Who would want me? Who's my ideal client? What's my niche? Ah, right? All these things that you're just like, Next thing you know, it's been months and you've just been frozen by these thoughts because the concept is too large. Even though you can start to see yourself inside of it, it's too big, right? 
instead of thinking that you're totally screwed, that you didn't major in computer science like I did, right? It's time to get clarity, clarity around what you already know how to do and start there. All I had going into virtual assisting was admin experience and bringing people their burger and fries and them not liking it. That's all I had. Is that what I wanted to do for the rest of my life online? No, but it was my ticket. It was my ticket to get started. Once I was in there, I was like, I'll figure it out and I'll make money while I'm doing it. <laughs> So the first step I teach women who want to offer virtual assistant businesses is to create something I call a VA profile. It's like a resume, but it's way cooler, okay? And if you don't know what a VA profile is, wait until the end, I'll tell you all about it, where you can figure it out, okay? Why creating a VA profile, which again, is like a resume, is so potent it's because what I am getting all of these women to do is sit down and write out everything in their bag of tricks. Everything in their toolbox. The hard skills and the soft skills. That is why at the beginning of starting a VA business, I get all of the women to sit down and reflect back on all of the years of work and being an adult and writing it all out. Hard skills, soft skills. And that's what I want you to do. You don't have to do it right now in the masterclass, but I'm gonna walk you through what I mean. And if you wanna catch the replay and go through this exercise, I suggest you do that, okay? Hello, Ashmiona. Hello. Just checking the comments. Okay. So this is what I want you to do, either today or after this masterclass, or you replay, or you wanna do it now, if you're like, hey, I've got a piece of paper on hand, or you're watching this on your laptop, and you quickly open up a document, whatever, okay? I want you to open up all of your resumes, whether they're actually like real paper resumes, or just kinda of like resumes in your head. I want you to be reflecting first, I want you to be reflecting on all your work experience. And go back through every single job, you have ever had and pull out every single thing you did and can do. And I mean everything <laughs> and write it down. Okay, the goal here is to get clear on how all your work and life experiences have filled your toolbox with amazing skills and abilities that you already have today. Okay, I'm gonna give you some examples. Raise your hand if you've worked in retail. Put in the comments, raise your hand. I've worked in retail. What are some skills you learned from, you've, you've, you've um, built from working in retail? Managing a team maybe, customer service, product, order, organing, or, product ordering and organization, so I was trying to say invoice management, processing payments, handling shipping, returns, orders, hint, these are all things that also happen online. Okay. What else? Pop in the comments. What are other things that you've ad adopted from your retail jobs? Are you a teacher or a tutor? Raise your hand if you've got any experience being a teacher or a tutor. What are some skills? PowerPoint creation, course, curriculum creation, community management. 
what subject did you teach? Are you, are you a math teacher and you are great at analytics? Are you an English teacher? And you're like a master of the English language and writing, giving book reviews, proofreading. <laughs> Literally all of these amazing skills. Okay, raise your hand of admin. You've held an admin job before, like me. Some skills that you can pull out right away. Microsoft Office, which basically means you know how to use Google Drive, right? Email management, Outlook, scheduling, herding executives. It's really important. <laughs> One of my jobs was literally to make sure my executive left meeting A so that he was not late for meeting B and I would have to pull him out. You know how valuable that was? That's really valuable. I wrote that down. This is what I know how to do. Data entry, taking meeting minutes. These are all skills that VAs can offer. Okay, I'm not done. Have you held a job in design, media, tech? Maybe you're good at Photoshop, video editing, music creation. <laughs> Okay, this is not my zone of genius. Web management, have you made a Wix site before? Have you played around in Squarespace? Are you really good at photography? Do you understand photography? Are you an artist? Maybe you've done some project management. These are really valuable skills that you can start offering today as a virtual assistant. Do you work in events? Supplies ordering and coordination, location scouting and management. These are all really important. These are all services that you can offer remotely as a virtual assistant. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to go through all of your work experience and pull out the skills that you have acquired from those jobs. And don't judge them. Don't think, oh, this is not what a computer geek would offer. Don't judge it. Just literally pull it all out. And then let me tell you that that applies to virtual assisting. Because I've seen it all, I've done it all. And then next, I want you to go through managing your own life. Why? Because remote executive assistants are a thing. Have you ever booked yourself travel before? <laughs> Could you do that for someone else? Yes. Have you used PayPal? Are you familiar with how PayPal works? Have you started a GoFundMe page before and you could do it again for someone else? Do you schedule your own appointments? Mm -hmm. Are you a mom? Do you like schedule everyone's appointments and balance family and household and getting kids off to sports practice and ballet and piano lessons? So are you like amazing at scheduling? <laughs> Probably. Do you have your own social media? Do you have an Instagram account? Do you have a Facebook profile? Are you, are you members of a Facebook group called the Wonderlust BA? Do you kind of have a sense of how it works? Do you watch YouTube maybe? And maybe you've put up a YouTube video. Could you do that for someone else? Yes, 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 yes. You see what I mean? Is anyone here having like aha moments? Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I do have what it takes already to start today. I want you to write everything down. For real though, okay? Because I know some of you are writing it in your head and that's not what I mean. <laughs> I mean like pen, paper, or fingertips, keyboard. Not just making a list in your head. Because when we have a tangible list, that's what we turn into a VA profile. That's what we give out to clients. That's when we start to group things together. 
And then I want you to also think about the soft skills that you have. Just fucking living life, playing in team sports, being in a classroom before. You're probably a critical thinker. You're probably proficient in verbal and written communication, probably trustworthy and reliable. I bet you're a quick learner, team player. Oh, but you probably also work well independently. <laughs> Are you bilingual? Are you a hard worker? Are you design savvy? Because I'm not. So I need someone who's design savvy. Are you punctual? You know how important it is that someone is on time and make sure everyone else is on time? Are you OCD in a good way? Like you can proofread like a mm hmm Yeah, that's me. <laughs> That's one of my superpowers. Hey, what are these soft skills that make you, you? Are you funny? I have on my VA profile that I'm funny. Because that's cooler than like someone who's not, <laughs> right? That's what makes me, me. I thought, oh, someone's gonna wanna read that and think that's, that's funny, that's funny. You know what, she is funny. We should put that, we want someone like that on our team. You know, some of your values, what makes you, you? So that when a client is looking for a virtual assistant or someone to help them with, you know, their personal admin or their social media, they're like, oh yeah, I like that. I, yeah, she's a team player and she values, you know, family and whatever. I'm into that. Okay. So once you have pulled out all of this work experience, all these things that you've accumulated over all these years that I am telling you right now, you can start to offer as a virtual assistant service, then we can start to group them together. We can see how everything that you have acquired over the years group together. And virtual assistant services commonly fall under four main categories. But honestly, the word assistant means you can support in anything and everything. I've seen, I have seen VAs gain clients and do tasks that I didn't even know existed, <laughs> but they just need an extra set of hands. Right, clients hire VAs often because they just need someone to do the thing so that the client doesn't have to do it. Can you do that? Yeah, you probably can. So, before I go into the four main categories, let me head over to the comments. Perfect, hello. Category number one, admin. Pretty straightforward, right? This is a really obvious one. This is what people think of when they think of assistant. This can range from email management, appointment, podcast scheduling. Maybe your client does a lot of guest interviews and you've got to manage all of that. Booking travel, personal tasks, support email, customer service. I mean, these are all things I've talked about. Sending contracts and invoices, onboarding clients. Making sure that you're following up on their payments, the orders. That's an administrative virtual assistant. You're welcome. The second category is social media and marketing. So basically every online entrepreneur, in fact, any entrepreneur, you know what? Any freaking business should have social media. But businesses don't get into business. Entrepreneurs don't start businesses because they love Instagram. No, a baker starts to bake cookies and sell cookies because that's what they love to do. But they know that in order to make money, they should probably have an Instagram account. Clients love handing their social media off to someone else to do because they would rather be baking and selling cookies 
Does that make sense? So social media slash marketing. This is scheduling posts on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, creating content for posts, creating content and editing blogs. Okay? Most successful bloggers don't write their own stuff anymore. They're too busy meeting with important sponsors and, and expanding their blog into a jewelry account or jewelry business or whatever. Most, most influential bloggers don't write their own stuff anymore. I say most. I actually don't have the numbers to back that up. So whatever. Take that with a grain of salt. Responding to template DMs and questions. Responding to comments on Instagram, getting that audience engagement up, researching hashtags, right? You're welcome. These are things that you already do for yourself and you could be doing it for someone else because the client does not want to run their own social media. That is not why they got into business, right? The carpenter didn't get into making and selling chairs because they love Instagram. No, they want someone else to do that. So they can focus on carving out chairs and selling them. Is this making sense, right? Okay. The third umbrella is design creation. Now, you'll know from what I've said is that design is kind of one of those things you either have it or you don't. I don't, I have not been able to learn it. You're either, savvy or you're not. If you are, great. Take what I'm saying as as an as a example of how valuable you are. The first person I hired to help me out in the Wonderless VA was someone who was design savvy because I'm not. <laughs> so, what are some of these services that you can offer under sort of the design umbrella? Branding, basics, simple graphics, creating a landing page, design PDFs, PowerPoint decks, logo creation, website, beautification, anything visual, Pinterest pins. How fun would that be? If you're designing anyway, if you're artistic anyway, girl, make money. These are what make you so valuable. This is what is in your bulging bag of tricks that you can start offering today. And the fourth main umbrella is tech support, okay? This is anything from like setting up email marketing campaigns to website management, website creation, if that is something that you're familiar with, setting up a webinar. How many people have now set up remote meetings since the pandemic and you could do that as a VA, podcast editing and upload, marketing funnels, online course setup. Huh. Ladies, this is stuff you can start offering today because of what you have acquired from all your years of work and experience. So tell me, tell me in the comments, can you already see how the skills that you have accumulated from just living your life and working all your jobs and just being a student and being in the 21st century can easily translate into a virtual assisting online business? Yes? Okay, now, I'm just gonna take a guess. <laughs> You probably had a split second where you were like, aha, moment, I can do this. Wow, it's amazing. I'm gonna start today. And then pff, imposter syndrome came in and said, shut up, you have no idea how to edit a podcast. Sit down. That just happened to anyone? Was anyone just feeling like, yeah, rah, rah, rah. And then imposter syndrome was like, hell nah. <laughs> and shut that train down. Did that happen? Because <laughs> here's the thing, okay? All of these fancy skills that sound really badass and advanced, imposter syndrome is saying you can't do it. 
You can learn all of those things. You can figure it out. Do you know the expression, everything is figure outable? Everything is figure outable. It's true. You can YouTube it. You can call customer service and ask how to do it. You can do your own research. You can ask a network in a Facebook group on that particular platform for help. You are so empowered to figure anything out. You are so empowered to YouTube it, try it, learn how to do it. Because right now, a lot of us are sitting here frozen because we don't realize the bag of tricks that we have. We see the tricks that we think we need. And we're just like, we can't figure it out. I don't have them. I don't know how to learn it. I just don't know how. That, leave it to an expert. No one's going to, I can't. Right? Frozen. But you're so empowered to try to figure out how to do it. To Google it. Right? When something breaks down in your house, isn't the first thing you do go to YouTube and be like, okay, the toilet won't stop running. YouTube, <laughs> reasons why my toilet won't stop running. Right? You figure it out. You figure it out because you're totally empowered. So you can be. You can start a VA business with the skills that you have, and then you can be developing the skills that you are sort of a bit more advanced, perhaps, while you're getting paid, while you're looking for clients. Okay, here's my favorite analogy about this, okay? So let's say you're trying to figure out how to play soccer. Okay, so you like open up the rule book, you're like, okay, there's offside, there's this many players I'm trying to get it into the net, right? This is the rules of soccer, yellow cards, red cards. And then you watch the pros on TV and you're like, okay, you kick it with their feet. Ooh, look at them run. Ooh, they're sexy. Oh, look at them dive when they haven't even been hit, <laughs> right? You watch them, you watch the pros. And then maybe you even go into your backyard and you're like juggling a soccer ball and you're kicking it around and you're getting familiar with how the soccer ball works. But you never actually go and play a game. You just read the book and you watch the videos and maybe in the secrecy and privacy of your own backyard, you kind of like kick the ball around, but you know, you don't actually go and play a game because you're not good. You're not good enough. Maybe I'll read the manual one more time and, and then, and then I'll feel like I can go out and play a game of soccer. You have to play in real time with real players to acquire the skill, to truly acquire the skill, right? And every soccer game is different. Every opponent is different. It is the same for online clients and tasks and programs and softwares. You might read the manual on how to code a website over and over and over again until you feel confident to offer it as a service. And then in the real world, you're going to realize that every website is different. Where does it say that in the manual? Right? So if you are sitting back and thinking that you'll just keep studying and, and trying to determine your niche before you have the confidence to start offering services, I'm here to tell you that is not how you're going to build sustainable confidence. The confidence to start building a VA business that you can start making money at today is to use the bag of tricks, the toolbox you already have, and then head into the real world and start to learn and explore the other tasks and services and skills.
right? There's so many clients out there that need your help organizing their inbox, managing their customers' questions, engaging for them on social media. Jump in. That's what I'm saying. Jump in today and start working with these clients using the skills you already have. And then explore. Then explore once you're doing it. When I started my VA business, all I had was admin experience in the film industry. That's so unique. So my first major client in my VA business, I was an executive, I was a remote executive assistant for a seven-figure CEO. I scheduled him appointments. I got him out of parking tickets. I managed his email inbox. I booked his travel, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I did it from my own home. He was in a different country even. That's how I started my business, with the bag of tricks I already had. And then, and then his team needed help with email marketing. Hmm. And then his team needed help planning and executing his speaking events. And then, and then, then huh next thing you know i'm the assistant marketing director building out complex email marketing campaigns to thousands of customers i had no idea that was even a thing I had no idea that was even a thing before I started virtual assisting. And because I didn't even know it was a thing, I had no idea I was going to fall in love with it and be really freaking good at it. So if I had spent all that time in the beginning trying to figure out what I think I will like to do and try to study it and become an expert in it before offering it as a service, I would have never had that moment. But what did I do to get started? I used the bag of tricks I already had from my crappy assistant job and from serving in a restaurant. I'm not kidding. <laughs> You've got to jump in. You've got to start to play the game. Pick up your soccer ball and head into a real game with real players and you might trip and fall, but trust you can run, trust you can kick a ball, and trust that you can play with a team and that's what you need to get started. The fancy dribbles and tricks and scoring goals, that will come later. That'll come later from getting and playing in the game. Okay? So you already have what it takes to start offering services online today. I know you do. I know you do. I haven't spoken to a single person who doesn't, so I know you do. If you are the one, the one unicorn who literally has no skills, they can start supporting and offering someone today, then hit me up. I want to meet you. So what's next? Let's talk about what's next, okay? There's two things. Two things on what's next. One. If you want to create a VA profile, i.e. you should create a VA profile, which is what I was talking about before, and you want to have me review it, I have a mini course teaching you exactly how. It's only $9.97. That is $9.97. I teach you how to make a VA profile. As I said, it's like a resume, but it's actually like way cooler and way more heavily designed than a, than a resume. So I tell you how to do it, where to do it, and what should be on it, and I give you video feedback. I review it with video. So that's thing one, okay? That's that mini course for creating your VA profile. 
Second, my upcoming boot camp is called Clarity. This boot camp is about determining what is best for you when it comes to niche and ideal client. Okay, so we've got the gears turning. You're sitting here and you're like, oh my gosh, look at these bag of, look at this bag of tricks I already have. I could start my VA business tomorrow. I just gotta figure out how to how to showcase my skills. So that's the VA profile. And then two, it's figuring out kind of like who who we, what what is ideal client and niche mean for you? Because I am sick and tired of people saying you have to have a niche and you have to have an ideal client. And your ideal client, like you need to you need to describe her so vividly. She has brown curly hair and her name is Jessica. Okay. Or people say you don't. Honestly, it's not that black and white. It's not that simple. It's not. I've helped so many women start online businesses that I can tell you it is not one size fits all. And that is how niche and ideal client is being told to you. And it's driving me freaking nuts. What niche and ideal client means to you is totally unique to you. Okay, so your ideal client really might be a curly-haired brunette named Jessica who is a female life coach. Or your ideal client is the next person to just freaking hire you so you can pay your bills. Maybe that's what your ideal client looks like, right? My ideal client was, was the accumulation of clients that would just get me out of my film job. That's what my ideal client looked like. Right? And niche. You don't have to niche 100% of your business. Profound. I know. You might be entering virtual assisting with like a very specific skill set. Like maybe you're like, hey, Rebecca, I literally have a graphic design background and my nine to five is in graphic design and I could offer that remotely. Or maybe niche is more like expertise. Like I am a VA with an expertise in proofreading and copywriting. But that's not all I offer, right? So my upcoming bootcamp called Clarity is we are all going to sit down. It is three days, September 14th, 15th, 16th. It's going to be in a private Facebook group recorded live, or you can watch the recordings. And we are literally going to sit down and figure out what the hell niche an ideal client means for your business. Okay. So the pre-sale ends this evening, ends tonight, $44. That's it for a three-day bootcamp. The pre-sale, $44, ends tonight, and then it's going up to early bird pricing, which is going to be $77 after tonight, okay? So DM me for both of those links, the VA profile mini course, because that is what you're going to need, and you can literally whip that thing up in an hour, and I can review it in 10 minutes. And then the boot camp, okay? So we have narrowed down the skills, the services you can offer, okay? We figured out your bag of tricks. Those are the services you're going to offer. And now you're like, holy king caboodle. There are so many people who would hire a VA. How do I narrow that down? And that's what the boot camp's about. Okay. So DM me for both of those links. And if you're catching the replay, put in hashtag replay. Thank you so much for joining me for this masterclass. I really hope you have walked away from it thinking, start dreaming about leaving your nine to five and traveling the world or staying at home with your kids, whatever it is. Okay. So DM me for both of those links and I'll see you inside the Facebook group and all on all the social medias. I just want to let you know as well that I'm really sort of pushing most of my focus back onto Instagram. Um, so follow me more there than anywhere else. Thank you for listening to the Wonderless VA podcast. 
I hope this episode and many more help you fulfill your VA dreams. To learn more about virtual assisting, you can find us on all the channels, including Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.